0: You're listening to The Great Recruiter Training Podcast. Hosted by industry expert, trainer, and motivator, Scott Love. Hi, this is Scott Love, and thanks for joining me on another episode of The Great Recruiter Training Podcast. Thanks for joining me today. In this issue, I want to talk about two things. I want to talk about what do you say when the candidate says, I think I want to hold off, and then secondly, I want to deal with a subject called clown recruiting, That means don't be a clown when you're working your desk and trying to create a brand of service to others let me start with this topic because this is something that kind of gets under my skin a little bit and, and sometimes i really wonder if i'm the right guy to be delivering training to the industry I, I don't speak in industry conferences anymore because i just don't think my message is really congruent with what a lot of people want to hear which is that you need to put the needs of the candidate and the client over your own needs you need to serve them and help them get what they want instead of focusing on the fee And that's the fundamental premise of my whole training philosophy is that you need to focus on contribution before commission. And that just doesn't jive with the message that you hear uh, in the industry. So that's one of the reasons why I'm just focusing on my own desk and I'm billing and I'm grateful for what I'm able to do without this business. I, I just know that there's just no other sales opportunity out there like that compared to recruiting. And, and I just really don't think I'm the guy to deliver this message to every conference out there. And so I don't speak at them anymore. If you want my training, it's on the website. You can download the podcast. You can take advantage of the free content. You can invest in the coaching club. It's all there. But it's a very unique style of teaching people the business, not just training them. You train dogs and you train soldiers, but teaching them how to learn fundamental conflict con, concepts. <laughs> Sorry. How to learn fundamental concepts that are malleable that can be adapted to whatever the situation is that you're facing. And the foundation of all that is service to other people over your own needs. And that's something that goes contrary to a lot of the sales training in today's world, where it's not all about the closing, it's all about contributing to other people, finding out what's missing in their career, what are those pushes that are going to push them out of their firm, and what are those pulls that are going to pull them to something else, even if it's just an ideal and now you've got this authentic relationship with candidates and you harness their intrinsic motivation to your client's opportunity and you focus intently on how you can help them achieve what they told you is important to them and let that intrinsic energy guide the whole deal and that's how you make placement in today's world getting back to clown recruiting i think the best example of it is someone that uh, somebody told me of a situation from another trainer And and this is a couple of months ago. I don't know if this is something back from the 90s or recent. I really have no idea. But they said, this trainer says that as soon as you make a placement, when you're coaching the candidate on how to turn their notice in, tell the candidate that you're going to be the one that calls their boss and says, you know, Mike, your guy's not going to be with you anymore. He's turning his notice in. I'm the recruiter that's pulling him out. And by the way, I want to fill the position for you. When I heard that, I I mean, I almost got sick. It's got to be the most selfish example of what does not work in this business. That's just my own opinion. It's just one person's opinion. It's just my own opinion. But when you try to manipulate other people to your own selfish gain, and you use a technique that is so unclassy as something like that, something as sensitive as someone's own resignation should be handled by them, personally, if they're professionals. They are in charge of their career, not you. You coach them on how to resign. But the resignation meeting should be about the candidate exiting smoothly so that the candidate still has that good reference and that good relationship intact and begins a new chapter of his or her life. It's not about you. At some point, you could probably get a referral back to that company if they were one of your targeted prospects. But the time and the place to seek business from the exiting employer of someone that you just pulled from their company it's not the most effective way to build a brand that's what i call clown recruiting you don't want to be a clown in this business you want to focus on having a results focused process oriented values based approach to doing the business that's just my own opinion now let me get off my soapbox and talk about something that i think can give you some real value with candidates that say they're going to hold off You have someone that says, you know, I think I want to put this whole process of making a move on hold. How do you deal with someone like that? Let me give you a couple of ideas. Get a pen and paper ready, and let's talk about this in just a second. Now, this is something that I talked about on one of the recent coaching club calls that I did just a few weeks ago. and It is a situation that I faced a few months ago, and I'm in the process of closing a group deal where several people come over at the same time. And the candidate was on the fence about going forward. There were some areas in his career that were missing. He was not unsatisfied with his current firm. It's just my client had a better platform for him. And I was able to build the trust level with him and find out what was missing from his career, presented my client's opportunity, and got him interested. And he had a few meetings and was interested. And then we had a conversation and he said, you know, Scott, I've been thinking, I think I want to put things on hold. How do you deal with candidates that are at that point in your process? Well, you need to look at three variables, and I'll give you six ideas on how you can move them forward. The first variable we look at is this. Do you believe that the client's opportunity could still improve the candidate's condition? That's what it's all about. If you have a situation where the hope of value causes you to believe that there is a chance, a very good chance, that this opportunity can improve their condition, well, that gives you enough energy to feel confident to overcome their objection. If you don't believe it, then they're going to sense it, especially if you do senior level recruiting. If you just don't believe that there is not a lot different with your client's opportunity, if there's just no improvement there, and you try to overcome that, you're you're going to sound flat. You're not going to be very convincing. So that's the first variable we need to look at. Do you really believe that there is the hope of value that your client's opportunity could, in some way, improve the candidate's condition? Number two, do you have an authentic relationship with the candidate? This is key. You've heard this before, that this business is built on relationships. It's a relationship business. This is one of the few industries out there where success goes to those who have character and people skills. It's more focused on that than talent. You can be the smoothest person in the world, but if your soul is devoid of any real strength of character, people are going to see into that, and they're not going to follow you especially when you do senior-level search work. So is the relationship authentic? Have you spent time getting to know the candidate? Do you know about their personal life, and have you shared from your personal life with them? like Things like what you did over Thanksgiving, what your plans are for the holiday, that sort of thing. Those are characteristics of an authentic, real relationship, and you have to have that. Otherwise, it's not going to work when you try to overcome their objection. And number three, is the candidate worth pursuing? If there's someone who's marginal, if they just are maybe 50% of what your client's looking for, and you know you can find someone that's better by spending another couple of days on the phone, turning over the rocks, well, if you think they're not as good, well, it's not worth it to pursue. But if they are, then pursue it. Let me give you a model of six steps to being able to do this. And this is stuff that I do every day, folks. I'm working a desk every single day. My last call to a candidate was like 20 minutes ago, doing an interview debrief. Last call to a client was yesterday, trying to close a deal with one. So I'm, I'm in this business every day. I face these things every day. And the format of my training business, it, it gives me a forum from which I can pull stories. And it actually incentivizes me to incentivizes me to stay with the training because I learn. I'm a practitioner of search, just like you. Let me get back to the situation here. So if the candidate says, you know, I think I want to hold off right now. Step number one is this. Empathize. Be understanding. In today's world, there is a crisis of understanding. If we asked a thousand people, how many of them, how many of you, if we asked a room full of a thousand people, how many of you feel completely understood in every area of your life? Only two hands would go up, if that... (laughs) There's a crisis. So when you find someone that understands you, you're attracted to them. When they know that you understand them, you empathize, they're attracted to you. You know, Scott, I think I want to hold off right now. Hey, Dave, that's no problem. You can do that. That's fine. I understand. Sounds like you want to put put things on hold right now. And number two, you remove the pressure. That's fine. It's totally up to you. This is your career. And you need to do what's in your best interest. You see, this isn't the first time you've told them that. I think, in the, in the way I teach the business, when you're inserting the candidate in your process, you've recruited them, you've qualified them, you've got their resume, you're going to present them to a client, at that point, you tell them, my role in this process is going to be facilitating you and my client getting to know each other. And this is what's going to happen. I'm going to present you to them. There's going to be a series of meetings. And if they like you and you like them, there's going to be an offer, and I get very involved in those conversations. And we'll just take this a step at a time and see how far we go. And if at any time, this is not for you, I'm okay with that. I just need you to feel comfortable enough to tell me that. Does that make sense to you, Joe? Yes, it does. Are you okay with that? Yes, I am. That's how I teach the business. It's, It's congruent. You remove all the problems of the deal before they become problems by learning how to ask the right questions and building authentic relationships. So when we tell them, it's totally up to you, Joe. This is your career, and you need to make decisions that really are in your best interest, and that's all that counts. And you know what they're thinking right now? They're thinking, this is great. I really I really like this guy. That's what they're thinking. Or I like this girl. That's what they're thinking about you right now. And then number three, we want to ask why. And I like this phrasing that I learned from a Tom Hopkins sales seminar years ago. Now, Joe, you obviously have a reason for saying that. Would you mind sharing that with me? It's a very soft way of saying, why is that? Sometimes you will have the kind of relationship with a candidate where they say, I think I want to hold off. Hey, that's okay. You can do that. I want you to be comfortable with where you want to go in this process. But why is that? Why do you want to hold off? You might have that kind of direct rapport with someone. If you don't, there's obviously a reason why you're saying that, Joe. Would you mind sharing that with me? And number four, they'll tell you, what that is say no that's okay i totally understand i understand if whatever reason is is keeping you from wanting to go forward you tell them it's okay number 5 you then want to bring them back into the process using the principles of influence and if you remember the coaching club log in look in the video section at sales the sales training program videos number 1 through 4 and it's a live video presentation that I did at a conference a few years ago where I talk about Cialdini's principles of influence and how it applies to our business. And if you want, when you're when you're in the, the coaching club archive, go to the blue search feature and type in the word influence, and you'll find other articles and webinars about that. And you need to study those. You need to learn those six principles to the point that you can teach them to other people without having to use notes. I really believe that. Because all the problems in our business hinge on our relationships with people, getting them to do what we want them to do and having them thank us at the end of the process. That's what it's really all about. So you need to be master of that. So you want to bring them back using those printables. Those are the tools in your tool belt. Let's say they're telling you that it's because they're so busy. I don't want to spend the hours and the hours that it takes to continue interviewing and move my business over there because I'm really busy right now hey that's fine Joe what instead of spending hours and hours what if we just spent one more hour at a meeting with my client talking about those concerns just one more meeting one more hour we're contrasting something that's not that big like one hour with the hours and hours that they told us we're contrasting those things small to large Joe I understand if you don't have the time right now I totally understand that's okay but instead of spending the hours and hours that it takes let's just look at one more meeting just 60 minutes can you give it 60 more minutes sure I can do that I've made placements by using that recently and then number six ask them to go to just the next step and then they can bail out get them to the next step tell them it's okay all I ask is that you consider one more meeting Find out if there are any other concerns. And then you want to prep your clients and tell them on this next meeting you need to address these issues. These are the concerns a candidate has. And try this. If it works for you, I love to hear success stories. If you like something that I've said, you can go to my LinkedIn profile. Just type my name in LinkedIn. You'll find me there. Connect with me. Write a testimonial if you like what you hear. Either way, folks, you need to study this business. I'd recommend that you listen to this program again. And and I want you to memorize those six steps because I promise you, in the next 30 days, you're going to have a candidate that says, I think I want to hold off. It, it always seems to happen towards the end of the year. And I want you to be prepared. Don't practice with them. Practice with other people in your office. Take this business a little bit more seriously. There's no mystery to it. There's no secret recipe that you have to follow. It's about a system. And you need to have a little bit more intention and a little bit more focus than most other recruiters have with this business there's no mystery to it and folks I hope I've been able to give you some value and if you're interested in the coaching club check out the link on my website that gives you an overview of what that's all about basically it's starts at seventy seven dollars a month for over hundred and fifty hours of my downloadable training that's right 150 hours plus the weekly coaching club call all the informations there check it out there's no long-term commitment I will caution you if you're not gonna use it don't sign up save yourself some money people sign up the ones that cancel the ones that don't use it if you're not gonna spend the time on your training I'm not the right trainer for you save your money but if you're the kind of person that believes in investing back in your success I'd invite you to check it out and try it for a month I mean really work it and see what it does to you I promise you that if you try this if you're serious about your growth if you're serious about expanding your billings and improving in your own character I think this will help you. At least that's what the people that are members of the club tell me every time they come on the calls. And I'm grateful for that. I'm privileged to have them as my clients. I want to thank you for your time. Thank you for your business. Now get out there and get back on the phone. And I'll talk with you real soon.